0: Welcome to the Boss Experience, the podcast that gives you actionable tips and strategies to start your business. And I'm your host, Michelle Davis. Let's get started. I'm going to give you a business launch, some business launch steps, and so there's five steps I want to give you. So step 1 is to discover your passions and interests. And so when you talk about discovering your passion and interest, and the reason why I think passion is important is because When you're passionate about something, it shows through to the audience you're trying to serve. And also when you're passionate about something, you're going to have a connection to what you sell. A lot of entrepreneurs make the mistake of kind of jumping on what's trendy, what they think will sell fast, or they think they have to learn something new just to get started in business. And really when you do all those things, number one, just because something's trendy doesn't mean it's sustainable. So you may make some make money in the short run, but you know, you don't have a sustainable business for the long term. And when you launch a business solely based on profitability or what your perception is about profitability, you know, you're really setting yourself up to not know much about what it is you're selling. And you're not really building a business with a firm foundation. And so when you Tap into what you know, your skills, your experience, you know, looking looking at what you've overcome and everything that you've developed over the years and your abilities that you've, you know, come through the ranks, you know, through your job or through life. Those are your skills. No one can take those things away from you. So, you know, when you talk about passions, experience and skills, you can you have something within you right now that you can launch a business from so you have to ask yourself what are you good at what skills have you developed and what are your experiences and what have you overcome do a brain dump and once you've done that brain dump then we're going to go into step two and you're going to take all of those ideas and all of that information and you're going to look at that information and you're going to see out of everything that you've dumped out of your brain what problems in in there can you solve what transformations can you help someone achieve and You're going to then convert that problem or or that transformation that you can help someone achieve into an actual business model. And when I say a business model, are you going to start a coaching program? Are you going to be a business consultant? Maybe you're going to create a course or start a company that helps people with a particular type of problem, whatever it is. Look at all of the skills that you've developed over the years, all everything. And within that, you're going to see there's some problems. There's some things that are going to jump out at you. And you're going to be able to think about what is it you enjoy doing. And you're going to be able to pick whatever it is from your list, your brain dump from step one, and you're going to be able to convert that into some kind of business model in some way, shape or form. So then in step three, that's when it's time to develop a business plan. And when you take the time to develop a business plan, this is your opportunity to really evaluate your business idea. And unfortunately, a lot of business owners, they start their business and they don't fully look at their whatever the their business idea is. And the reality is, is just because you're skilled at something or you're passionate about something doesn't mean it's going to be profitable. So you have to take your business idea and you have to create a business plan. And you know, I'm not saying you have to create a 30 or 40 page business plan. The length of your business plan really just depends on the type of business you create. And so at the very least you have a, a one page business plan that's like laid out on a grid. I would, you know, I recommend something more extensive, but if you are really like at a loss for where to, you know, start, I say, you know, at least start off, you know, with some goals and, you know, some preliminary market research because your business plan allows you to develop an identity. For your business, it allows you to vet your product for marketability, you know, will this product do well in the market or is it going to flop? How do I test, you know, my product to see if people want it? It's going to, you know, allow you to see what's already in the market so you can create and package your offer competitively. The business planning process also allows you to define your target audience and plan your supply and delivery process so that you know how you're going to create the product and you know how you're going to get it to customers. And the business planning process also allows you to develop a marketing plan. And when I, and the, there's a difference between plan supply. And delivery, supply and delivery means how will the product be developed? Are you, you know, developing, creating a physical product where you need to find a supplier and deliver it to a customer via a website, you know, and the, the logistics that go into shipping and all of that versus a marketing plan, which tells you how you're going to get your product in front of the people that are, that will benefit from the solution that you're selling. And so, um, I just want to note that distinction. And then you have to, Prepare to go to market with your offer. And so you need to be able to do that. And so when you don't have a business plan, you're not sitting down and you're not evaluating your costs associated with, you know, launching your business and you can easily be blindsided and end up, you know, kind of like in the middle of launching your business only having to take a step back and so you don't want to do that when you launch your business you want to go full speed ahead you want to know what you're launching and you you want to anticipate any challenges that you may face and the best way to do that is to go through the process of developing a business plan so step four to starting your business create your launch plan how do you launch your business now that you've gone through step one where you are identifying you know what you're skilled at passionate about you know the, the problems you can solve to step two taking those problems and turning them into an actual business model step three which is creating a business plan and vetting your product or service out making sure it's it's marketable and profitable and now we're talking about step four now that you've done all those things how do you actually get this product out? To the market and in front of people so they can actually buy it so you need to think about in this step like what do you need to prepare for your business launch you know you need to you know of course have a process for how you're going to you know where will customers go to learn more about you and your business and your product how will you showcase your product how will you accept payments for your product and you know it's great when you think about Oh, I can sell my product locally, but if you're going to grow and be able to scale, if you want to grow and scale your business, you're going to need to create a system that allows you some sense of automation for your business to run kind of 24 hours through automation and also through online tools. Then you also want to think, well, what are your revenue goals and, and what do you need to do to make sure you meet those goals? What is your plan to get the right eyes on your offer? Will you use, you know, email marketing, social media, influencers, YouTube webinar, because you have to now, like, that's just all part of your launch strategy. You have to figure out what is the frequency I'm going to post on social media and in what form will I do lives? Will I do, you know, how X amount of posts a week? Influencers, who which influencers are the ones that I will use to advertise my product? How many emails Will i send out and in fact how will i get my email sequence you know what's the best way to do that to make sure that i'm not just writing an email but i'm actually writing an email that's going to lead to a sale and you know will you use youtube ads or google ads or a webinar so you need to think about all those things and then when are you launching are you launching you know you need to set a date so things become real to you if things are in abstract you're, you're never going to get to the point where you actually take the step you need to do to you know to launch a business you're going to be working kind of like theoretically yeah i'm in business or whatever but when you have a date you make things real for you and that's with any goal and you also need to think are there bonuses or what are incentives for people to buy from you now so that you can kind of hook them right now with some special pricing a bundle whatever it is that you plan to to include and, you know, one thing about email, you want to make sure that just like you're reaching out to everyone, you know, in your network, letting them know you ha- you started a business. You also want to create a system that attracts new people to you so that you can engage them via email. One thing I always tell my clients is it's great. Social media is great. It's great to get a bunch of followers, but you don't own your followers on social media. The goal that you need to have is to get people off of social media and onto your email list because you don't control social media. If they shut your account down, you lose all of your followers and you won't, you may or may not get people back, but it will take a lot of work to get them back. You get them on your email list. You have that email list, you know, forever, you know, until they unsubscribe, of course. And then step five, which is develop systems. And this is a very critical step because This is something that a lot of entrepreneurs don't sit down. They don't sit down and do and prepare the business plan and they don't sit down and think about what systems do I need to help me grow beyond solopreneur status. And so they end up in this constant cycle of being essentially a solopreneur and they can't really get beyond that solopreneur status if they don't have systems in place. You'll constantly be working in your business instead of working on your business from a CEO level. And so that is why you need systems in place. And so how exactly do you go from solopreneur to CEO? So anytime you operate your business or you're operating a business period, you're operating an entity it's a company so you have administrative tasks you have lead generation you have customer acquisition you have marketing you have sales you have operations you have product sourcing and development you have customer support and these this is just a few of the responsibilities that need to take place in your business and when you first start out everyone is a solopreneur (laughs) everyone so yes you need to start off as a solopreneur and you never want to hire a team too early simply because If you do that, you never gave yourself enough time to learn what works in your business and what systems you need that, that are, that need to help your, your business function. And so all of these things, yes, in the beginning, you need to be willing to do it. And as you're doing it, you need to develop standard operating procedures for doing it. Then you need to evaluate what's working, what's not, what you need to change before you pass those things off to anyone. Because the key to being able to scale beyond solopreneur status is being able to establish systems and have a team replicate your result. And you cannot do that if you don't even know like how to acquire a customer, how to do your own sales call. As the CEO, you need to train your team to be able to do that. That's how you build a really high functioning team is you teach them how to replicate your results, but you have to know how to get the results on your own first. And that's probably the number one mistake that I see business owners make they want to hire someone to do all those things they don't know how to do and you know when that person leaves or something happens with that team member they don't know how to pick up the pieces for whatever that job was to train someone else so definitely you want to be able to learn things on your own and be able to really be able to be in charge of your training thank you for listening to the boss experience podcast Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and watch my next episode. Take care and be well.